Hi, I'm Ian Pringle, and this is the Loyalty Podcast from New World Loyalty, where we help you make the most of your loyalty strategies by listening to us talk about what we like to talk about most, which is loyalty and loyalty programs. With 2022 likely to be a challenging year for everyone, in this podcast, we'll explore New Year's resolutions that will help your program be fit and healthy for the year ahead. To help me with this, I'm joined by a crew of experts from New World Loyalty who are neither fit nor healthy, but know a thing or two about creating successful loyalty programs. So please welcome Phil Gunter. Hi, Phil. Good morning, Ian. Hi, and Stuart Mellum. Hi, Stuart. Hi, everyone. Adam Posner. Hi, Adam. Hi, Ian. And Simon Morgan. Hi, Simon. Hi, Ian. Hi, everyone. And David Feldman. Hi, David. Hi, everyone. And uh, David Canty. Hi, David. Hey, how's it going? Brilliant. So to get us started tonight, can we each give a quick introduction to ourselves and our loyalty experience and then give two New Year's resolutions that you think are going to make a big difference in 2022? So to get us started on this, um, Adam Posner, would you like to kick us off on this one? Oh, gee, Adam A goes first. Uh, thanks, Ian. Um, yes, I, I'm a customer loyalty specialist here in Melbourne, Australia, um, author of the uh, well-known For Love or Money research study and consultant to brands on uh, programs and program structures, financials, and um, team engagement. Uh, my resolutions uh, for 2022 for loyalty programs, and there's just two that we're all allowed, and we've got so many, but I've just got two that we're focusing on. My number one is about breaking up with breakage. And that is not to, for, for programs not to be so obsessed with breakage, but to focus more on redemption. And the more redemption you can get, the more engagement you'll get, and hopefully the more retained members you'll have who you can drive to incrementally spend more. So stop obsessing with uh, breakage. And I know the finance people, especially on this call and around the world, will most probably be cringing. But um, the more engaged your members are, the more successful your program will be. So that's my number one resolution, break would up you say that? Would you say that goes even for airlines who are trying to conserve cash at the moment? No, I won't comment on airlines. That's not my area of expertise. I'll leave you, the specialists on the call, to focus on that. I will stay with uh, all other programs except airlines um, and let the airline specialists focus on what breakage means to them. And in terms of my second resolution, it's all about the team. Customer-facing team, internal team, it's all about getting them engaged and building a team of loyalty champions because they are the, the ones that will say at point of sale, are you a member are you a member? Are you a member? And the four pillars to think about for team engagement are get them enrolled in the program. Number two, set expectations on what they need to achieve. Number three, make them excited and keep educating is number four. So the four E's and team engagement is the, the resolution for 2022. So thanks, Ian, and um, you know, all the best. Thanks for that, Adam. Uh, Dave Canty, do you want to give us yours? Hey Ian, uh, Dave Canty, um, been in loyalty best part of three decades, uh, currently leading the, the Built Rewards program here in the United States, um, formerly ran loyalty for JetBlue, IHG, AutoZone, and um, was on the original team that built SPG. I think based on um, where I've been and where I am and what we've kind of seen in the middle, I think it's really all about Sim really simplifying programs and i think even the existing programs that the the legacy programs that have been out there for a long uh, a long time um as they look to try and make those more relevant to the younger generations because believe it or not um the people that you've relied on for quite some time are 
are basically slowing down their behavior and you need to be relevant to the younger audience. And the only way you're going to do that is by simplifying your program. They don't want to be reading the small print. They've got a very short, um, I, I, it's wrong to say attention span, but they've got a very small tolerance for big complex uh, propositions. And that leads me into the second thing, which is I would encourage everybody to relook at their customer proposition and reinvest in that customer proposition and make sure that your members are really starting to realize value and realizing that value early in the program will ultimately lead to a sustained relationship um, ongoing. Perfect. Thanks for that, David. And uh, David Feldman? Hey, everyone. Uh, yeah, so my specialization um, is mainly on the travel loyalty side, so, so airlines and hotels. And I'm also chair of the, the loyalty summit conferences. Look, you know, I think we're at a really interesting time. You know, there's a few topics we've been talking about for many years now, but, you know, I think there's a big focus that's going to come into play, you know, as we as we move forward in 2022. And that's two things. One is being relevant to, to your members, to your customer base. But also, you know, as we I guess, you know, move into a, even a, a further evolution of, of privacy regulations and, and, and barriers uh, to data sharing and things. You know, the loyalty program um, and being able to communicate with your members, that channel is going to continue to become more and more important to organizations and brands in terms of connecting the dots, but also having a permission-based relationship um, with your customers uh, that you can communicate with them. Uh, and then the second thing I think is going to be uh, in, in terms of the financial economic um, focus uh, on programs, I, I think the importance of the, the revenue that programs can bring into the parent brand, but also the contribution that the programs make to the parent brand bottom line, uh, I think there's going to be a, a renewed and increased focus on that, um, both in terms of because you know, people even outside of the loyalty departments are now recognizing that loyalty can, can impact the bottom line quite significantly, but also because there's probably a lot of very mediocre Me Too attempts at loyalty programs out in the market that aren't delivering results. Um, and I think there'll be a focus at both ends of that. So is your, so that resolution is focus on money, focus on bringing the cash, is that what you're saying? Yeah, but both, both are bringing the cash, but also you know, I think holding the program to account uh, for the return that it's bringing to the organization. Perfect. Okay. Thanks for that. And uh, Simon Morgan? Yeah, thanks, Ian. Uh, yeah, I'm a loyalty uh, practitioner and consultant. I've worked in loyalty for probably quite a few decades uh, uh, now, including on the agency side and also uh, uh, in a number of, uh, number of startups. Um, my two resolutions, the first of which really is recognizing, I guess, the explosion in the payments industry over the last few years. And I think that's brought with it enormous opportunities to serve members better with more ubiquitous redemption options. So if you want to call it the, uh, the idea of driving currency liquidity or program liquidity. So what is your plan for maximizing program liquidity in 2022? And then secondly, as a build on that, really, it's thinking about um, what's actually happening in the uh, yeah, in the in the wider sector, particularly in relation to some of the exponential growth that we're seeing with things like cryptocurrency and so on? And I think it's incumbent on us as loyalty practitioners to really stay abreast of that kind of um, development. I think there are something like thirteen thousand new currencies, a lot of similarities with uh, crypto and uh, and loyalty currency management. 
Uh, and I think there's some really interesting dimensions that are coming into that sector around social tokens, serving communities, uh, the concept of DAOs, NFTs, digital goods, DeFi and the changes to um, financial services, uh, loyalty, and overall the decentralization of structures. So my question there would be, what's your point of view on how your program survives over the next few years in these changing times? Bit of a big theme there. Perfect. Thanks, then. And uh, and Phil Gunter? Hi, Ian. Um, yeah, Phil Gunter. I ran Bridging Australia's program in Australia and also AMEX, uh, American uh, Membership Rewards in Australia. Um, but since I've worked with clients across pretty much every industry I can think of, my my two things, um, one's similar to uh, Mr. Feldman, but it, it's to understand the real impact on the host. So if you've got a P&L, I understand your P&L fine, but you must also understand the real impact on your host because what I find way too many uh, programs, once they have their own P&L, they just lose sight of, of the real dollars, which is what they deliver to the either the airline or the retailer, whatever the host is. And the second one is uh, understand the real cost benefits of policies and processes. And that includes the cost of complaints, the cost of engagement. Uh, and far too often people focus on the cost of the thing they're giving away and the a quick yes is often a lot better than a, le- a long no yeah and you've used this example before of um of the affiliate networks where if you if you don't give an affiliate reward if you give an affiliate reward straight away you cause a lot less calls later is that the, is that a good example of that that's a really good example and and the, the, the small like lost a small cost of, of giving points when when it's been returned is far outweighed um, by the the savings on the on the number of people ringing up, where's my points? Where's my points? If you if you quantify the cost of that process, then it's easy to make the the right decision. Perfect. And then Stuart Millen. Yeah. Hi everyone. Yeah, I've got two easy ones, and and of course, being the finance guy, I'm going to make them a bit financial. Sack everyone. Sack everyone. Is it Stuart? Exactly. <laughs> no, I think I think uh, you know, cash is king. Um, we all know that. So number one thing is look at the cash flow, not just the profit and loss. I think a lot of businesses I've seen out there, they'll do a, a simple business case or they'll just look at the profit and loss and everyone forgets to look at the, the balance sheet and then everyone else forgets to look at the cash flow. So I think um, start thinking about what you're doing in your business in terms of the cash flow, um, not just what you think is going to generate from a, a profit and loss point of view. So if you don't have a cash flow, go and see your finance team or, uh, or, or sing out to us and we can come and help you build one. So that's, that's the first one. Second one is um, stop doing stupid promos. There's a lot of <laughs> promotions out there. Things like uh, birthday points and status challenges that are just not worthwhile given the circumstances of the pandemic. Some of this stuff is free giveaways. It just costs the business and there's no engagement off the back of them. Um, other things are too many terms and too tricky for customers to jump through the hoops in order to 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 meet all the requirements. So, um, yeah, I think keep it simple and, and stop doing stupid promos. Brilliant. Okay. And uh, my two, so I'm Ian Pringle. I've got 28 years experience of working in the old industry. I think everyone knows me from the podcast previously. The two that I would bring is, first of all, embrace the loyalty wallet. Loyalty wallets are growing exponentially at the moment. Um, so, and it's really easy to add your wallet, your collection mechanic onto the likes of Apple, Google, Stocard. There's a, there's a growing number of wallets. And 
if if your customers are engaging these, these are a, these are an opportunity, not a threat to your organization. And I think you should be embracing those as a simple way for customers to collect because this is if you follow the customers and where they're going, they are using this. I was in a store yesterday where the person ahead of me was used a used a stoker used a, a wallet to scan at, at the point of sale, and that and that company didn't even have didn't was has didn't even have a deal on Apple or, or Google. It's just a means of storing. A, a scannable card. So I would just say embrace it, go with the energy on this because they're going to grow big time in 2022. And the next one is is a point of sale review. You know, point of sale technology has 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 changed massively over the last five years. And so if you're a retail program and you're still swiping a card, or I would go back to your point of sale teams, go back to your IT teams and say, how can I make the the friction at the point of sale less? Can you do things like um, taking a mobile phone? Why would you need to swipe a card? Can you take a mobile phone number as a method of as, a, as an ID or an email address as an ID or even your postcode and your house name as an ID? Make it easy for the customers because the customers are getting less, are getting more and more um, frustrated with having to carry a card. And you can still make the have some friction to make sure there is a natural filter in there of customers' engagement. But actually, you know, there's now lots of things that your point of sale guys can do that probably what didn't exist two, four or five years ago. So I would say go and talk to your IT guys and see what happens on point of sale. Perfect. So that's us run through them now. So what we're going to do now is a quick vote. So thanks for voting, everyone. What we're going to do now is just quickly reveal the votes. So the top two were Dave's Make It Simple and Phil's Calculate the Real Cost of Policies and Processes to make sure that your um, that complaints and things are taken into account of the cost of the loyalty program. The, and then coming in with second with six votes was stop doing stupid promos. So uh, yeah, Stuart, your, hey. your birthday gift from... from <laughs> yeah, uh, finance stopping birthdays is, is, is the theme for, uh, the for, for 2022. It is the, the season of the and, Grinch. And look at cash flow. So again, Stuart's got... Stuart's got um, both second places and then in third place was um with three votes was build a team of loyalty champions and embrace the loyalty wallet so that's the, the big advice for 2022 for new year's resolutions so thank you very much to our guests tonight so thank you very much adam thanks very much everyone thank you phil thanks ian thanks david canty uh you're welcome thank you and uh stuart miller yeah thanks ian thanks everyone brilliant david Feldman. uh thanks and ditto brilliant and uh simon morgan Thanks, Ian. Thank Thanks, everyone. Happy New Year. Well, thank you, everyone. If you like this podcast, please like, share, or comment on LinkedIn using the hashtag loyaltypodcast, and we look forward to seeing you again soon. Thank you, and goodbye.